Well, good evening and welcome uh, to Ozark Christian College. I have two jobs tonight. Uh, first job is to, to welcome all of you back to a new school year. And the second job is to introduce you to our new teaching series that we're going to kick off uh, starting tomorrow. So first of all, welcome to all of our returning students. Let's give it up for our returning students right now. It's great to see you all back here on campus. Hope you had a great summer. And I also would like to welcome all of our new students. Let's give it up for our new students today. Outstanding. Great to see you here. Well, if you haven't figured it out yet, we like to have fun around here, right? We like to have a good time. And, uh, you know, I consider it an incredible privilege to be able to preach on Solar Eclipse Day. Now, that's... That's something, right? To get to preach on the day that the sun was darkened. That feels prophetic and apocalyptic in some way. So it's a great, great privilege. How many of you had the chance to go outside and be a part of the solar eclipse? All right, many of you were able to do that. Thank you, Andy Storms and uh, Sarah Hill for protecting our retinas. We appreciate that very much with the glasses. Um, if you missed it, don't worry. It'll happen again in about seven years, April 8th, 2024. So you can go ahead and mark your calendars and prepare yourself uh, for that. Lots of people celebrated today in different ways, traveled great distances to be in the darkness. Uh, some had parties. An old life group member of mine had his birthday party today on this eclipse day. That's pretty special for him. Um, also, Krispy Kreme donuts. Do we have any Krispy Kreme donut fans today? They had... An Eclipse Donut, a special Eclipse Donut. It was a chocolate glazed donut. And people lined up out the door to get this special donut that they've never released before. To which I say, um, Dunkin' Donuts has had them for years, right, Chad? For years. Which once again shows the superiority of Dunkin' Donuts over Krispy Kreme Donuts. It's proof. It's proven. So, while I was outside... You know, witnessing the solar eclipse. I was also following people's Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts. Lots of exciting posts and pictures being presented. One of my, a couple of my favorites. One was by uh, Eric Epperson. Eric Epperson works right across the creek here at CIY. He's a good friend of ours. His wife is actually a science professor here at Ozark. How many of you have Tori Epperson in class? That's all right. This is Tori's uh, husband. And so Eric had a series of tweets that he released a couple of hours before the eclipse. So I'm going to read through some of those for you. First one, pastors, I'm going to give you some Christian eclipse sayings you can use next Sunday. Next one, you don't need approved glasses to stare directly at the SON. <laughs> Pretty good. Another one. The only zone of totality Jesus cares about is your heart. I like that. Today, the moon will cover the sun, but someday the sun will cover our doom. That'll preach right there, am I right? Homiletic students, that'll preach right there. Last one. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. <laughs> <laughs> in the secret, in the quiet place, in the stillness, you <laughs> are there. Yeah. That's pretty good. 
And, and then an Instagram post. I think this was Drew Welch, I believe. Does your eclipse party have eclipse? Hashtag this is OCC. I don't know if he's here right now, but yeah, where is he? Well done. Well done, my friend. Well done. So we like to have fun. So welcome to Ozark Christian College. I also want to spend tonight introducing you to our new teaching series, which will kick off tomorrow morning in chapel. Now, let me talk a little bit about chapel right now. Uh, I don't know if you've been up the hill and seen the chapel, but chapel will not be taking place there this semester, right? That would be a dangerous experience as we have a huge elevator shaft cut into the floor. That's not a good thing. So chapel's not going to be up the hill. Chapel's actually going to be down the hill right here in this very place. Isn't that exciting? Let's give it up for the MPB. This is where chapel's going to be. So let me just kind of a side note here. Ask for your flexibility throughout the course of this semester as construction continues up the hill. As President Proctor likes to say, blessed are the flexible for they shall not be bent out of shape. And so we are asking for your flexibility throughout the course of this semester. We know that physical plant is going to do a great job and the athletic department is going to help us out and the chapel crew is going to do an incredible job of making it all work, but I'm sure there's going to be a few bumps in the road and so just kind of be patient with us, but it's going to be a great experience here in the chapel. So instead of at the top of the hill, chapel is going to be down the hill. So I guess you could say chapel has really gone downhill. So... I, I just want to give credit where credit is due. That uh, little joke right there was actually um, is credited to Mom Storms, and so you can you can blame her. Yeah. So, new teaching series starting tomorrow called Move because we're passionate about helping you move to the next place in your faith and in your walk with Jesus. We want to help you be the kingdom worker that God has called you to be. And so we're going to talk about what those next steps look like for your life in this series called and entitled Move. Recently, I heard the story of a flight attendant who was working. She was rather attractive and she was on this flight, two-hour flight. And on this particular flight in the back of the airplane was this man who kept hitting on her, just being crass and saying rude things, kept hitting on her, but she remained professional. She ignored it. She kept her calm. She kept her cool. But what made it worse uh, was that there was not only one at the back of the plane, but there was also another guy at the front of the plane who was also hitting on her this entire flight. So she'd go to the back of the plane and she'd hear it. She'd go to the front of the plane and she would hear it, but she just remained steady and calm throughout the entire flight. It came down to the end of the flight. She was at the back of the plane and this this rude guy handed her a piece of paper and a key and he said here's the address to my condo and a key I'll see you at eight o'clock so she was ready to throw that key back in his face but she got an idea so she once again kept her calm and she walked to the front of the plane and she handed the man in the front of the plane a piece of paper and a key and said here's the address to my condo and a key I'll see you at eight o'clock pretty good So wouldn't you love to be hiding behind a bush when that guy knocked on the door at 8 o'clock at night? Uh, My wife, uh, who is here, who was embarrassed by President Proctor, is the children's and family minister at Carterville Christian Church. And so they're getting ready to kick things off 
with their Wednesday night programming and Sunday morning programming. So she was watching a small group training video being taught by a guy named Reggie Joyner. Reggie Joyner was teaching about the importance of children's ministry, and he was saying that uh, very much the purpose of children's ministry could be aligned with the purpose of parenting, that from day one, we need to help our students prepare for whatever God has in store for them, that we need to prepare them for whatever is next in their life. And so in that video, he made this point. He said, our job from day one is to help our students pack their bags. Here's what he said. He said, you should start packing a student's bags the day he or she shows up. So on behalf of the OCC employees, faculty, staff, and administrators, I certainly do want to welcome you here. We are glad you're here. We are really glad that you're here. But we also want you to know that we consider one of our primary jobs to be that of helping you to pack your bags, to help you prepare from day one for whatever it is God has in store for your life. We want to prepare you for whatever is next in God's kingdom. Specifically, tonight, I want to talk about three ways that we want to help you move. First of all, we want to help you move with Jesus. Secondly, we want to help you move in community. And third, we want to help you move on mission. With Jesus, in community, on mission. Each of these three points were represented in the text that we heard read earlier from Luke chapter 6. In that passage, we read that Jesus went up to a mountainside and through the entirety of the night, he spent time communing with his father. If Jesus, the perfect son of God, needed to spend quality time with his father, communing with his father, how much more do we need to spend quality daily and weekly time with Jesus? And then we read in the passage that Jesus gathered around himself 12 friends, 12 men who would be his confidants, who he would encourage and who he would be encouraged by throughout the course of his ministry in community. And then we read that when Jesus was among the people through a ministry of healing and compassion, he with his disciples was living life on mission with Jesus in community on mission. There's a lot of things that we do as a college, but this is not just any ordinary college. You're going to receive a degree in four years. You're going to study science and math and history, and you're going to study the Bible, and you're going to learn what it means to be a missionary in this world and how to preach and teach sermons and lessons. And there are many things that you're going to learn and take away, and we're going to help you find a job when you graduate. All of the purposes of many colleges exist here in this place. But what you need to understand on this day one of this new school year is that there is a deeper well that we are concerned with here. We want to prepare you for whatever God calls you for in life, whatever vocation, whatever calling, whatever job that you have, whatever city, state, or country you end up in, we want to prepare you for whatever that is in life that you experience by making sure that you are with Jesus in community and living, always living on mission. So we want to help you with that in these three specific ways. So I brought my bag here with some Things that I've packed in this bag that will help prepare us for these three things. The first thing that comes to mind when I think about spending time with Jesus is the fruit of the vine. The fruit of the vine. And of course, maybe you think about the teachings of Jesus in John chapter 15 when Jesus says, Remain in me and I will remain in you because I am the vine, Jesus says, and you are 
are the branches. And as long as you, the branch, stay connected to the vine, then your life will produce abundant, good fruit. But if the fruit, the branch, is detached from the vine, then the fruit begins to wither and die. We want you during your time here at Ozark to be connected to the vine, to spend quality time with Jesus, to take advantage of every opportunity that is presented to you, to be in continual prayer, to spend time in his word, to spend time in worship. Because because here at Ozark, you're going to hear this quote an awful lot. And if you know it already, you should go ahead and, and say it with me. Because who we teach you to love is more important than what? What we teach you to know. We want you to know lots of things, but we want you to know Jesus more and more as a result of being in this place. But I want you to hear me on this, a bit of a warning, especially to our new students. Your communion with Jesus doesn't happen automatically just because you're a student at Ozark Christian College. It has to be intentional. It has to be on purpose. And so I would encourage you at the outset of this new semester and this new school year to establish for yourself holy habits, to mark out time in your morning and in your week, to spend time in God's word, to spend time in prayer, go to chapel ready to be engaged in worship with Jesus. Secondly, we want to help you move in community. Now there are lots of incredible ways for that community to be experienced here at Ozark. And I hope you'll take advantage of all of those opportunities that you'll come to chapel ready to fellowship with your fellow brothers and sisters here at this school, that you'll be a part of all of the dorm life activities that are presented to you, that you'll participate in the campus life activities that we've got planned throughout the course of this year. There are many opportunities for you to engage in the community, and I hope that you'll take advantage of each and every one of those opportunities. Very recently, in a sermon that I was watching, um, I learned about a guy named Don Ritchie. Here's Don right here. Don has passed away recently, but he was an Australian who lived for 50 years on a cliff in Sydney, Australia. Many would say, despite the beautiful view of the Sydney Harbor that you can see there in the picture, many would say that this place where he lived for 50 years was the worst piece of real estate in the world. And the reason why is because on average, one person every day would step up to the edge of that cliff to commit suicide. And he had a front porch view of that suicide. But for 50 years, Don Ritchie would sit on his front porch at his sliding glass door with a pair of binoculars. And he would wait. And he would watch. And whenever somebody would come up by bike or by foot or by car, he would make a beeline to that person. He would run up to them with a disarming smile. And before they had a chance to do something foolish, he would invite them into his home for coffee or for a meal, for a conversation. What's ironic about it all is that for 40 years, his occupation was selling life insurance. When he, when he retired in an interview, he made this statement. He said, I'm no longer selling insurance. I'm just selling life. Officially, upon his death, Don Ritchie is credited with rescuing 160 people from suicide. Unofficially, his family says the number is more like 500 people. When we commit ourselves 
experiencing life in community, then we are selling life to one another. We are giving life to one another. I want that to be that. That's the kind of campus that I want this place to be. I don't want you to assume just because you're at a Bible college, at a Christian college, that everybody around you has life all figured out because I can promise you they don't. Because you don't. Because I don't. We all have our baggage. We all have our struggles. We all have our temptations and our hardships. We absolutely need one another to live in community, to give life to one another. Because we are all, in our own way, messed up people. Can I get an oh yeah on that? Right? You're messed up. I'm messed up. Go ahead and say that out loud. Say, I am messy. Go ahead and just say that out loud. I agree. You are. And maybe the person next to you is having a hard time admitting that. Go ahead and look to the person next to you and say, and you are messy too. All right, so now that we've got a level playing field here, now that we're all on the same page, we're a bunch of, bunch of messed up, messy people. That's why we serve the Messiah, because we're all messy people and we need each other. So with Jesus... With Jesus, in community, and lastly, we want to help you move on mission. Now, the last object that I have, one of my favorite objects here, is actually, are you ready for it? The Ozark Christian College rally towel. Let's go. The rally towel. I love this thing. I need to talk to the director of marketing to make sure that all of our new students have access to a rally towel, right? Our mascot, that's, that's my last object to represent living on mission, the ambassador, Ozark Christian College ambassadors. Now, if you're all about individuality, then this mascot is for you because I'm pretty certain, pretty confident that we are the only college in America, in the world even, that has the ambassadors as their college mascot, right? Would you agree with that? I'm pretty sure we're the only one. And I love it. I I think it's great. I'm glad for that. It comes straight out of Scripture, 2 Corinthians, for we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as if God himself were making his appeal to the world through us. We are his representatives. We speak on his behalf. We speak the love of God into people's lives on his behalf. behalf. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. I love our mascot because that's who we are. Now, being his ambassador, living on mission, that's not something that starts when you graduate, when you move beyond this place. That's something that needs to start right here, right now, while you're a student here on this campus. That's why I hope you'll come back tomorrow afternoon, because in this very place, we're going to have our ministry expo. We're going to have churches and ministries from all over the community who are going to be setting up shop here, inviting you to live on mission while you're a student here at Ozark Christian College. That's what we want to see for you with Jesus in community, living on mission. A few weeks ago, I and a small group of uh, folks from Carterville Christian Church had the opportunity to travel to Cambodia to spend time with one of our global outreach partners, Jenny Snyder. Jenny is also a graduate of Ozark Christian College, one that we are very, very proud of. While we were there, we had the opportunity to put on a VBS program for the 26 girls that live at the Rafa House that Jenny is in charge of. They're in Siem Reap, Cambodia. These 26 girls who have been victimized, who have been bought and sold, who have been raped, 26 precious children, ranging in ages from 12 to 21, who are now finding healing in Jesus. 
we were able to put this VBS program on where the central message was that you are loved and valued by Jesus. Not only did we do a VBS program, but we also had the opportunity to play soccer, lots and lots of soccer, which is my favorite sport. I, President Proctor mentioned me being on the basketball team. I'm, I'm actually retired, President Proctor. I'm part of the legends team now, I guess. <laughs> but I still play soccer. I love to play soccer, and they love soccer there. And so we would play soccer nonstop for hours on end, day after day. And you've got to understand, when we were there, it was rainy season, which just means it's, hum- it's humid, 95 degrees, 90% humidity. I've never sweat so much in my life, but they never stopped, full of energy, full of life. And we just continued playing soccer. In fact, we even rented out a soccer turf field for them. And for two hours, we played soccer there. And uh, they love it so much that we went to the market and we bought every girl a soccer jersey and all of the staff soccer jerseys as well. It was a blast. It was so much fun. We got to see Jenny in action. We watched her lead uh, the girls through a rite of passage ceremony that was designed by our very own Wade Landers. We watched this 17-year-old girl who has been through all sorts of atrocities receive love and encouragement in that ceremony. And Jenny was right there at the front of it all, leading them. She is living on mission. But she would tell you that her mission, her life, it didn't start when she graduated from Ozark Christian College. It started while she was here, while she was a student in this place, while she was doing prison ministry with Deb Hafer, while she was out serving camps all over the country on a camp team, while she was volunteering in the church. That's why I hope that you'll be here. That's why I hope that you'll invest and engage in the churches and in the ministries of this community, that you will live life on mission while you are in this place. In many ways, you could say it this way. You are students today. You will be alumni tomorrow, but you will be ambassadors forever. So welcome to Ozark Christian College. We are glad that you are here, but don't get too comfortable Don't stay still. Let us help you pack your bags. Let us help you move with Jesus in community and on mission. Let's pray. Our Father, we give you thanks for the work that you've done in our lives, that you have brought us to this place. So Lord, help us to spend time with you. Help us to to spend time with one another, to love one another. And Lord, help us to live on mission throughout the course of this semester. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen.